Can I freeze my tampons? A Mexican jumping bean's really Mexican. If I ate a $5 footlong and I threw up, the subway owed me $5. If leprechauns are really Irish, then why are they so small? Do Mexican jumping beans really jump? Is tort reform about tortillas? If Sean Penn doesn't think there were any weapons of mass destruction, then why is he gay? What if Harvey Feierstein was the captain of a British frigate? Man the missing mast. Shit Face to Face, the podcast where we ask the important questions. What's going on in a particular topic? And then we get hammered and try to explain it to another person and see how that goes. That's everything you ever wanted to know, but we're too sober to ask. Today on Shit Face to Face, Alex and I are going to be telling... Uh, you guys about the 1995 classic film Cutthroat Island, starring Gina Davis, Matthew Modine, and Frank Langella. Hmm. So we're going to do this a little bit differently than normal. I guess you guys can introduce yourself and tell me the first thing that comes to your head when you think of pirates. Okay. Hello, my name is Marisa. And when I think of pirates... Busty ladies and like corseted outfits. Um, That's I think, what you always think about. Yeah. Okay. But, they, <laughs> but these ladies have pistols on their thighs, but they're like old timey pistols. I think about um, like plundering. I think about the Jolly Roger flag. Uh, I think about, I don't know. I'm assuming they all have head lice. <laughs> ear mites. And ear mites. Head lice and ear mites. <laughs> and plank, uh, planks, walking the planks. Oh, I was going to say planks too. Well, my name's Alex. When I think of pirates, I think first thing is scurvy and no teeth. Honestly, that's my biggest, that would be my biggest issue is just your teeth are all fucked up. I think they have peg teeth, right? Mm -hmm. Or hook teeth. Hook teeth. Mm -hmm. I can go for, they invented grills actually. It was the pirates. Well, wait, maybe it was. Huh. Mm. Anyway, I think of scurvy guys, facts. and then and then being on the high seas and just drinking rum just in the sun until your brain and logic is <clears throat> gone. I assume it's very similar to the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disney. Yeah, yeah that's where I got that's where I get my info from. That's uh, where I learned. What David Not just pirate history, just all history. All mm-hmm. history. Sir, with a name, did you say your name and what you think? Yeah, thank you, ma'am. My bad. Oh, yeah, he's ma'am. been knighted, sir, with a name. Mm. <laughs> I was trying to let I him say my cap to you, my lady. Hello. And I introduce him. Uh, yeah, I'm David. Pirates, uh, let's see, we got parrots, something we didn't say. Mm. Little pets, monkeys, perhaps. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like everything else, I mean, amputees everywhere. <laughs> You guys have hit on a lot of what we're going to encounter in Cutthroat <laughs> Island, the 1995 classic. Um, okay, so we're going to do a few can, things. Can I pause real quick? Do you guys remember when this movie came out? Were you aware of it in 1995? Did you hear about it? Do you remember hearing about it? How old was I in 1995? Any, anybody, Austin included. As people that were alive then, let's see. Mm, I was only we were old. We were alive. We were all alive. I was four or five though i was I don't born remember. in 1999 i'm a sexy 22 year old <laughs> i don't like this i also don't <laughs> was it night or 2000 wait 1995 mm-hmm. 
I was 14. You're negative 14 is how you did that. And uh, <laughs> I had a lot of things going on when I was 14. And, and I do love Gina Davis, but I don't know if the, uh, this was one of them. This I also love Gina Davis and this isn't, you don't need this for her. That's the only thing I'm going to say about this movie. Yes. She's one of my favorites, but David, not today. Any Anything, uh, was this on your radar at all? Uh, it sounds familiar, but I don't think I ever saw it. Oh, yeah, it sounds very familiar. Pirates are awesome. I don't know why I didn't see it. I remember seeing the ads for it as a kid. Never saw the movie. I had the Sega Game Gear video game. Nice. Cutthroat Island, which I was never able to beat. You're really dating yourself. Um, is that what we're calling jerking off from now? Mm -hmm. um, I'm dating myself. We are at the computer. Yeah. Um, That's where he does all his jerking off at the computer. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Um, computer time. I have a girlfriend in Canada, too. Yeah, you don't know her. She's a different forums. school. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so we want to do this a little bit differently. I'm going to read to you a few things and show you the DVD case for this movie and i'm going to ask you some questions of what you think without having seen the film is going on with this okay. so first off this is the cover you got mm. gina davis holding a sword looking great okay. the man next to her matthew modine has kind of an errol flynn robin hood situation mustache he really oh. does yeah i think they really tried to play that up yeah, I'm confused. Like, is he Gina Davis and she's Matthew Modine? Yeah. Yes. Why oh, you're right. They did that? put their names under the other person. Whoever did what? this was fucking dumb. <laughs> so it says it says Cutthroat Island in kind of like old timey, really just Rome, uh, Times New Roman um, over no, like parchment. Pirate. It's pirate font. Then we've got kind of a Jolly Roger in the background over these two flags, but then it says, "Prepare your weapons." Underneath it, like that's the catchphrase of the film mm. so this is saying that so there are a lot of <laughs> i don't know there are a lot of catchphrases in this movie they would not at all sum up the film and most of them would be hilariously stupid <laughs> um so this is the back of the dvd oh please read gina it. davis Thelma <laughs> and louise and beetlejuice and matthew modine married to the mob and full metal jacket Deliver a tidal wave of nonstop action and adventure in this swashbuckling saga of ruthless pirates, buried treasure, and bloodthirsty betrayal. Ooh. Wow. It's intense. So Wait, where is it rated? I, I, PG-13 at the... Yeah, PG-13. So it was 95. I feel like... I feel if this had been made in the 80s, this would be a G-rated movie. They'd be like, hell, uh, Gina Davis could pop a tit out and it would still only pop up to PG-13. She, uh, she kind of did. There was a lot of uh, boob action. But she's a she's a beautiful. This lady movie though. would have been much more popular if she had popped a boob out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So the IMDb plot, just like one sentence description, is a female pirate and her companion <laughs> race against their rivals to find a hidden island that contains a fabulous treasure. So here's my here's what I want you to do. We're going to read you the names of these characters, and I want you to tell us something about them just based on the name of the character and what you know or don't know of that actor. Okay. So first off, we have Gina Davis as Morgan Adams. And again, here's her picture on the DVD cover. And again, her name is not under her picture. Instead, Matthew Modine's name is under her picture. So that's actually Gina Davis, the... the... So 
Gina Davis is wrong way. Gina Davis is over here. She's holding the sword. So Gina Davis has Morgan Adams. One with less of the the mustache. Yeah. Yeah. What 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 do you what what do we think Gina Davis's character Morgan Adams is going to be like in this? Morgan Adams. Uh, Well, I I hear she doesn't pop a titty out, so that's a negative. Already Mm -hmm. hate it. Um, Morgan, is she okay? She's either going to be like a leading lady type that well, that she does have the companion, so she's got to be the leader. Yeah, right. Or she's a love interest, right? So she's either one or the other. And she's using that sword. Oh, is she the captain? Uh, she's a princess, and she's trying to get away mm. from her stuffy family. So yeah, like she's got to be some. She's got like oh, maybe she steals the boat. That's Ooh, how she's maybe she's trying to get away from a wet a marriage or a wedding mm, to some course. stuffy guy and she wants adventure. She's like Jasmine. Jasmine? As in the like Jasmine? From, from Aladdin. Like, I don't want to get married. Jasmine testifies the shame of I just wanna I just wanna um run away with pirates and get a peg leg and to pop a titty out. Is mm-hmm. that what we're calling it? Get a peg leg. <laughs> get a peg leg. Get a peg leg in that situation for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's why she has a sword because rich people they fence all the time, right? That's like a Bowie sword or something, isn't it? Like a big ass sword. Okay. I don't know. Like yeah. a Bowie knife that's really long. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that is. I don't know swords. <laughs> that's gonna be my guess. Maybe she's either yeah. a rich lady or she's a she's a. Uh, I own this boat and all these men are my slaves. Heiress. Slaves. Oh, God. Heiress <laughs> to the Adams uh, fortune. Yeah. What kind of pirate name is Morgan Adams anyway? So. Okay. Oh, Morgan's a, uh, is that Irish? Wasn't there like a famous Irish pirate? Oh, my God. Maybe it's based on her. Now he thinks he that she's Irish. So she's Irish now. Is I don't Morgan... know if they ever addressed that. <laughs> all right. So then we've got Matthew Modine. And Matthew Modine is I feel a little bit of a deeper cut. Cut Wait. Um, That was better. He was in Full Metal Jacket. He was in um, The Dark Knight Rises. Who was he in that? I have to think. Uh, He was Foley in The Dark Knight Rises. And if you're like, who was Foley? I'm like, I don't know. Matthew Modine. I'm going to look him up because he doesn't. I feel like I know the name, but like, who? In this movie, he's very, like, kind of handsome, roguish pirate. But if you ask me to pick him out of a lineup of actors, I couldn't yeah. do it. So do you want to see what he looks like now? Uh, yeah, I, I, I have him up on IMDb now, and he looks he looks kind of like Ted Danson's stand-in. Yes. Yeah, if you're going to be like, we were trying to get ah! Ted to show up. We can't get Ted. Get Matthew Modine. Mm-hmm. He's missing a tooth. Just put a peg no. in there. It happens. Oh man, yeah. We have a quick. He's got a hook tooth. All right. So Matthew Matthew Modine's character in this film is um, his name is William Shaw, and based on how he looks in this dope picture, and again, he's this feller right here. He's not Gina Davis. Davis, yeah. Yeah. uh, Based on this, his ragamuffin hairdo and uh, Errol Flynn beard mustache combo and holding a holding a, uh, what is that? Like a a flintlock pistol. What what do you think he's going to be like? Oh, maybe he was the the captain and she she was going to kill him and walk the plank when she steals this boat. Mm. So roguish. 
his roguish charm convinces her not to. Mm. It's like, no, I can help you get to Cutthroat Island where all the cutthroats have gone after you take them out. Or he stole her from her rich family, the Adams. That's a good theory. The Adams kingdom. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then he falls in love with her because she's really sp- like she's spicy. She's spicy. She's spicy. Like, you're, you're she's not, so spicy. You're not gonna capture me. I'm gonna tell you what to do. Take me to Cutthroat Island. <laughs> so it's like a reverse ransom. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you're a lady in charge. It's like, well, yeah. you want me to Honestly. sell you back to my father? You better do this thing for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Uh, I, mean, I guess that they have a very like uh, Mr. and <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Smith um, relationship, you know, like they, they argue a lot. Like those two? <laughs> no, the other ones. Oh, okay. They, they like, they have passionate passion behind their angry <laughs> eyes. You know, Ooh. you don't know. Angry eyes. I see those eyes. I get angry at eyes, girl. Angry eyes. <laughs> And then exactly. instead of instead of jumping into the other one's arms, the other, it's like a body slam. Yes, I can hate you. Which is exactly what happened in Mister and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, I tried to watch that movie. I couldn't get very far into it. Just keep thinking of your parents. Too sexy. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> whoa! Bad timing. <laughs> All right, our last our last star of this movie is Frank Langella, and he's not on the cover, but this is him holding this gun. <laughs> oh. There he is. So Frank Langella, you may, um, you may know him as I do from the movie um, High Crimes and Misdemeanors, the Woody Allen movie. You may know him from The Ninth Gate, where he plays a bad guy who looks suspiciously mm. like Jay Jury, um, or you may know him from Masters of the Universe, in which he plays Skeletor. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, uh, Frank Langella is. Dog Brown, D A W G Brown. Very nice. So, what, uh, what do you think uh, of that character? Are they uh, well? Just looking at the picture that you just showed me, I'm wondering if he's like a swarthy bad guy, fucking brown man. He's some sort of Spaniard. Well, brown man is his last name. Spaniard. <laughs> his, his name is Dog Brown. <laughs> dog Brownman. Um, <laughs> Hello, Great. Dog Brownman here. It's just uh, a dog in a trench coat. Yeah, is he like a? He's like a. <laughs> I'm gonna follow you to Cutthroat Island and steal all your coins. Oh yeah, you know, because I'm a I'm a bad guy from Spain. Kind of shifty. I don't like the yeah. shifty Spaniard character. I think yeah. Frank Langella could. I could buy Frank Langella as a Spanish character. I could. I could too. Especially he's, the, a, he's Italian, close enough. They're right. Well, that's the, the problem is that they were they like, well, it's the '90s, and we don't hire real people for real roles. Yeah, you'll be brown in this role, <laughs> sir. Yeah. John Leguizamo is looking around, going, "No one noticed. No one noticed. Yeah. No one noticed." <laughs> oh, I love him. And again, when we say you're going to be brown in this, we mean your character's last name. Nothing. No. Oh, okay. Wipes yeah, off makeup. He's got to be like the antagonist. Like maybe he's the captain of the other ship or something, right? Oh, there's another ship now. Maybe there are two ships. There are two ships on the cover of at least of the DVD. Oh, okay. So that's Frank's ship. Who are you going to prepare your weapons against? Yeah, yeah. You got to prepare your weapons as the (laughs) as the (laughs) The DVD suggests. Oh no, that live on the island, right? Mm. There's always natives. Sure. That they're trying to slaughter. (laughs) All right. Well, 
You guys yeah, did nail. You guys did nail some of this for sure. Mm-hmm. So you nailed Frank Langella almost exactly. <laughs> um, not surprisingly, he's the bad guy <laughs> in the <laughs> film. Um, but his relation to the other characters is different. So start this movie. There's already action going on. What's happening? Well, you see. Wait, is oh, it boot action or not? No, not not the action we we all want and love. Alex said there was boob action. It's 1668. There's, there's suggestive boob action in like oh. those loose shirts that women would wear, but then like they have the underbust corset, like Marisa was saying. So it's very like sexy feminine silhouette, but you don't actually see boob. <laughs> That's the deal. Sorry, uh, David, I got your hopes up. Hide him up. <laughs> so it's 1668. We're in Jamaica. Oh, picture it. Picture it. Um, and Gina Davis as Morgan Adams, she's on the hunt. What's she on the hunt for? Well, she's got to find her father. Her father, who is one of these famed pirates. Oh. Um, so she is like a pirate princess in a way. She's like a pirate heiress. Um, uh, hunts down her... She's hunting, trying to find her father because her father's been captured by Frank Langella, who is her uncle. Oh. Hmm. So Franklin Jella is her uncle and he's captured her father. And the deal is that fuck my Frank. Brother. Yeah. Fuck this guy. <laughs> um, Franklin Jella, um, Gina Davis's dad and this other guy named Mordecai, who I think is their other, her other no, uncle. There's like a band of uncles and they're all pirate or pirate related. Yeah, He's like three brother pirates. There's a web. I think these three brother pirates basically, they have the pieces. There's an enormous stash of gold, like this huge buried treasure situation. And the deal is that they each have a part of the map. And to get back to this buried treasure, somehow they don't fucking have memories. <laughs> but I'm not a sailor. I don't know. Maybe it is that complicated and you need a map. Although when you see the maps that they have, they're so crudely drawn. It's it- basically <laughs> like a child just drew a dotted line and it goes there. Um, so they... they each have a, a third of this map and without all three pieces of the map, unless you collect them all, you can't be the very best. And so you can't get the treasure. Of course. So um, her the, father- The treasure is on Cutthroat Island, by the way. Yes. That's where the name comes from. Her father is named, of course, Black Harry. And Black Harry has been captured. Is this full name? <laughs> well, yeah. P- possible, but at the same time, her name is Morgan Adams. Oh yeah. True. Oh, why did we think the, the first plot hole is the names? <laughs> oh, because her uncle's name is Brown. Right. Uh, yeah. Yes. So Black Harry Adams. Um, Black Harry. <laughs> I guess Black. So I guess Black Harry, but Black Harry Adams, and then that there's sounds... Dog Brown, and then there's Mordecai. I guess his name is Mordecai Adams. So then theoretically, his name is Dog Brown Adams. Dog Brown Adams. Yeah, unless unless they're like brothers-in-law or maybe some of them, I don't know. Maybe all of these are just fake, make them up names. Anyway, so. I love Mordecai. What? <laughs> oh, I named my child Mordecai. I oh, love I that name. Child. Guess he's Dog. Yeah, his name is Dog. <laughs> and Frank Langella, like already, it's just Frank Langella's old man head on a baby. <laughs> Just looking up, being like, Ugh. and also like, how do you spell dog? I don't know. Eh, whatever, just sound it out. <laughs> say it like a spell it the way um, Sean Connery would say it. 
All right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. So um, the deal is that, so they're trying to get to him. They've already like killed him or they've hurt him enough in this way where he's dying. So the, her father, the dad. Yeah. Like yeah. So right in the very beginning of this movie, her father is dying. So she's able to like beat up some guards and be like, Oh dad, I found you. And he's like, Oh, I'm already dying. She's she's also, I will say a really good fighter. Yeah. Like she's, she's really strong. She can like punch a dude in the face and like, he's down like yeah. one knock to the jaw and he's like dead. She's like, that's how good she is. She's like pirate Indiana Jones, Gina Davis. Yes. But I will say that I'm trying to remember where were they when they, the dad died. Were they in some kind of cave? They're in a cave. They have him like trapped in a cave and he's like tied up. Was this after she pretended to be like, uh, no, th this is in the very beginning of the film. She's there. And like, they're, she like busts into this cave she finds her dad. Yes, I remember. It's okay. The, it's literally the opening scene of the movie is she finds her dad and saves him. Mm -hmm. But saves him is like just brings him to another area where he can die. And he explains to her, hey, I have this map. Mm -hmm. It's one third of the map. Your other two uncles, your <laughs> other uncles, I should say, have the other pieces of this. And if you can get this, you need to do that. But you need to do it before um dog brown mad dog dog brown or whatever the hell he's called franklin jella does it because he'll go and he'll steal all this treasure and probably kill you in the process so he's been mortally wounded and he reveals to his daughter that the location of the map of course is on the top of his head scalp. his scalp yeah it's so it's tattooed, tattooed on his head scalp. So that as her father after his after her father dies, she has to fucking scalp her dad it's and then gross. be like, "I got the map right here." And they're carrying it around the whole movie. They're like, "Oh yeah, I got the map. It was in my pocket. Like it's not a piece of someone's skin. Like it's not a big deal at all." And at no point are they like, "Oh, like do you see a guy being like, hold on, I'll treat like cleaning I'll, it, and I'll clean it, or it. just I'll transcribe this map onto a piece of paper." Instead, it's like, "Hold on, here's Dad's head on this fucking piece of baloney." over here that it, has a tattoo it, it on really it. looked like it anyway i want to like i want it to be like dripping the whole time oh, like, yeah i'm just incredibly bloody just she's constantly putting wet. it in her pocket oh my god and people are gross. like did you get stabbed and she's like no i'm trying to be sexy <laughs> like uh you're bleeding all over um all right so after scalping your dad she has to um she takes command of her dad's ship so she's now like the captain of the Morning Star. And they set out for the treasure. Unfortunately. It's the Morning Star now. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, the instructions on the map, again, on her dad's scalp, are in Latin. They are, as I recall, she shows it to the crew, I believe. Mm -hmm. And someone, does she or someone else, someone's like, I think that's Latin. And then they're yeah. all like, I don't understand Latin to you. And then someone's like, no, I don't, you know, no one understands Latin, but I like that it was suggested. Oh, we don't understand. This must be Latin. There's no other explanation. Yeah. It's like that. That's it. It's I, Latin. I guess you could look at a language that you don't speak and say, I think this is this. I right. Guess I'm just saying can. that was just automatically like, yep, that's what it is. And let's go for it. But yeah, they are like, okay, we know it's Latin and we've got to find a translator. I shouldn't have skipped my Latin lesson. So where can we go? to do this. So they go to Port Royal. 
any church. Latin America. <laughs> yeah, they literally could. They literally could have gone to a fucking church. Yeah, any church. And any like, church. hey, Father So and So, can you read this? And the answer probably would have been yes, I can. But they're in the Caribbean, David. There's nowhere in the Caribbean where they could have encountered a Catholic priest in the slightest. Ever. So. Please translate this man's head for me. Yeah. Uh, is this is this on a piece of lunch yeah, meat? Don't ask where I got this from. This olive loaf looks fucked up. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so they go to Port Royal because they're in Jamaica. So they go to Port Royal. And of course... They go to a slave auction. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. So they go to a slave auction, but the slave auction, I think they try to like de oh, they definitely try to like de-racialize the slave aspect of this. And so they have they to them, slave auction is just like prisoner auction. So mm -hmm. it's like, oh, there were here workers are, of all colors. Yeah. So there's there's black and white prisoners. Um, who are being auctioned off. And one of these, How the people that we... Say again? How progressive. How progressive, mm -hmm. exactly. So that's where they're going to find this. So uh, we get a shot that like was supposed to be happening at the same time of a fancy, fancy party. And they're at this fancy party that's supposed to be in this like high society of Jamaican um, like aristocrats. So there's all these British aristocrats. There's people from like the Royal British Navy who are there and like gentlemen who are dancing with like the daughters of like these like wealthy plantation owner kind of characters. And who shows up? I think he says like, oh, I'm a surgeon. And um, he's very handsome. He kind of looks like Matthew Modine. Oh my, um, he's, he's wooing every lady. Uh, yeah, and he and he like, he, he makes a lot of references there's to like- touching yeah and, he like, like caressing he like weirdly feels up every woman he encounters and Into like the armpits all over yeah um everyone and, reeked i'm sure oh yeah the stank was probably powerful yeah that's, um oof, that's gross but so he's he, yeah he also makes a lot of like kind of uh like innuendo he like i'm a doctor and really know my way around a body <laughs> and he yeah. like makes he makes sure You're to pay special he makes sure to pay special attention and really dote on um, the daughter of whoever the wealthiest person is, even though she's like not, she's, pres yeah. she, she's not, a, she's not a monster, but she's presented as like, oh, this ugly, uh, ugly, a tier below the prettiest lady, but she's yeah. kind of a, what is it called? Butterface? She's a butterface. She's not even, By she's not even ugly, but compared comparison. to Gina Davis, yeah, she's not, else, she's yeah. not Gina Davis. And that's, so, that's so mean. no one is, <laughs> that, that was mean, but so. But that's how she's presented. She's presented as like the yeah, only reason he yeah. talked to her is because she's rich, because she's a fucking gremlin. Um, mm -hmm. somebody fed this monster after, after this yeah. mogwai after midnight. Oh but so um pretty quickly uh there are some new guys who are there because of all the fucking pirates, and they're there from the Royal Navy, and they figure out um there's this guy who says he's a doctor who worked with so-and-so, and they go to talk to him, and his story falls apart in like two seconds and Matthew Modine's like I oh whoa 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 and as he does this like a bunch of jewelry yeah, falls out of okay. his hands and he's like I haven't been and all these ladies are like my jewels my oh. like somehow he stole like as he's caressing the ear yeah he's like oh no yeah that's why I threw that in there how do you not it. how do you not notice though because everyone's like was... my bracelet my brooch my earrings how do you not notice someone 
You thought I was touching your butt because I was attracted to you, but I was stealing your emerald butt plug. <laughs> right. My butt plug. <laughs> I started. I don't know how you don't notice that. I'd notice if someone was like, hold on. Choking <laughs> you. Shit. But you, you help me. This, this class wait. is weird. You're not a professional um, pirate Surgeon. thief. True. So That's you, true. He's got crafty hands. Mm -hmm. As he, I think, alludes to several. Yeah, he like, makes a bunch of those jokes. Like, like, oh, I've got nimble I'm fingers. Good with my and it's yeah. like, we get it, Matthew. I've got Matthew. nimble fingers. Yeah, stop trying to finger everyone. God. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. It was really short. Oh, oh, gross, man. That's another aspect of that life, that time period I didn't even think of. Yuck. Ew. Anyway, Ew. but so... Um, Everything was filthy. Yeah. Don't worry, I've only been eating weird mal-cooked chicken and stuff with my fingernails that are real long. Um, my fingernails. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so they get to Port Royal, and they're at this slave auction, and they... Talk, go and talk to all these different people. Gina Davis is dressed up like a proper lady. Does she have a pet monkey? Yes, another thing that you got correct. Inconspicuous. So that's that's at least two or three points that you guys have already. Um, but yeah, so she has a pet monkey and they go around and they're talking. They discover that he's like, oh yes, I can absolutely speak Latin. Of course I know, blah, blah, blah. I know all these things. And... They're trying to bid on him, and there's a guy who hates him for some reason, which I don't remember why, but there's a guy who's like, I fucking hate Matthew Modine, and I'm going to buy him as a slave. <laughs> and to he like, says it. He's like, I'm going to work him to death. He's like, yeah, he like says that. something like, like something oh, I hate awful. this guy. And then when Gina Davis is like bidding on him, he's like, oh, then he gets mad at Gina Davis. And their solution is so like blunt where it's like while they're doing the bidding in the middle of this crowd of people, a guy just goes up to him and is like, hey, if you keep bidding on this guy, I'm going to fucking stab you to death. <laughs> and it's like the guy's like, oh, uh, never mind. Then. Doesn't she pull a knife on him? I think it might be her. She's got like a dagger and she's just like poking it at his crotch or something or at his yeah. stomach. And she's basically like, stop bidding. Yeah. And he's like, never mind. I was about it. Yeah. So then Matthew Modine has been purchased by Gina Davis. The and monkey is on her. The monkey is on her shoulder. The time. She's <laughs> trying to keep a low profile. The monkey's literally just hanging out on her shoulder. Yeah, and it's one of those like tiny little capuchin monkeys that are like fan. have like the tiny little nimble hands, much like Matthew Modine's character. Am I right? So he's kind of a trickster scamp, if you will. Mm -hmm. But so uh, this has something goes wrong. At some point, they're found out. I think it's because there's a description of her because she's a famous pirate all over the place and we've established that there's all of these um like british royal navy like folks like there at port royal so they're like um that's fucking morgan adams yeah that's morgan adams what are you talking about and so Just there's a chase yeah and the monkey is like no it's me i did it i swear and she's like you won't take the fall mr peanuts <laughs> um but yeah so there's a chase scene on a carriage that honestly is a pretty good action scene. It is. It lasted for like 10 minutes. But it goes minutes. on for a very long time. Like it was just a chase scene for like 10 minutes. Can we do a quick pirate fight or chase checklist? What would you expect to see in a pirate chase scene slash fight? Like someone trying to escape. Like what kinds of things would you expect to see? Because I'm remembering it vividly in my head. Uh, chickens flapping around. They almost hit him. 
Okay. Oh, um, yeah, and they almost run over an old lady uh, who's mm. like a beggar lady, but she's, you know, got a cane. Were there old ladies? Was there a church procession like yes. in the street? There so I'm going to count that because there were like people, like church people, like trying to mm. walk in a solemn There were definitely manner. chickens that like whose coops were thrown <laughs> about. And it was like, they destroyed, Ooh. they destroyed half the town. But anyway, go ahead. They there were also it, times. I'm but sorry. The cutlass gets lodged into the, the carriage or something. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I think that. That definitely happens in this movie. I don't remember what happens in that scene. There's a scene where they go under like an overhang kind of like the buildings are all built kind of close together. And so there's an overhang. And since to drive the carriage, Gina Davis would have to be kind of on top of the thing. She's like, "Uh Oh, what do I do? And she <laughs> jumps into a window of this like house and like has to run through it. And all these people are like, my word, I never. And then she jumps out another window and hops down. I don't remember where Matthew Modine is in this. Is he just. It's, isn't he driving the carriage? Is he driving the carriage and she's just beating people up yeah. on top of the carriage? Yeah. Okay. Which was nice. Gender role reversal. Oh yeah. Cause he's also like in shackled still. That's yeah, part so of the other thing. She's like drive the carriage. Um, yeah. So. There's all of this. Anyway, they get away. <laughs> After destroying half the town, there were a whole bunch of explosions. Yeah, there were and I a lot of explosions. If you guys said explosions, they exploded like the entire dock. Yeah, there's just like wow. barrels of gunpowder that they were like, well, I Shooting guess we should put these here, right? And hitting with cannons. They're like, let's put it over here in our pirate prone waters. How about yeah. that? Everything got blown up. So, 50 people killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All old ladies. So the crew then, so uh, Morgan Adams, Gina Davis, and the, the crew of the, the Morning Star with Matthew Modine in tow. Um, his fingers, not his toes, right? Yeah, Matthew Modine. Uh, they, in tow, yeah. Uh, they, <laughs> they go to Spitalfield Harbor <laughs> to meet up with Mordecai, her uncle. Ooh, excuse me. Her uncle. Um, and... So they get there, and this is where things get a little sexy. Uh -oh. I don't 100% uh -oh. know why she has to do this, because it's kind of not, like, I think I think Frank Langella has gotten there first. Mm -hmm. Like, I think his idea was, I couldn't find the piece of the map on my brother, because it was <laughs> oh, on his scalp. No. <laughs> so I'll go to my other brother and find the, the, the thing there. And... You gotta stretch it out. You took my yeah. <laughs> at first, at at first, they think I. My assumption is that Frank Langella goes there, thinking, "Oh, I'll be able to convince him to just tell me what's going on and help me with what's up, and I'll betray him later." And so, when he gets, when Morgan gets there, um, when Gina Davis arrives, they're already there. And it's kind of like a body brothel slash nightclub-y kind of. It's like a, it's a grog house. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. Um, so she gets there. She, of course, has to dress as like a sexy. sexy concubine, prostitute, <laughs> comfort lady. Yeah. And so we've got that. We do have the immortal line in which a guy like kind of like is about to get out of bed mm -hmm. and Gina Davis is there or did she sleep with Very Matthew well. Modine and he's going to betray her? 
when she she has taken the bullets out of his gun, and so she has the musket balls, and she just goes, mm-hmm, "Got your balls." <laughs> so you do get to hear Gina Davis say, "Got your balls." Um, but so they're there. A huge fight breaks out. Mordecai's killed. The other brother is killed. How are we going to get this? Surely I have to scalp this guy too. Um, no, it turns out one of them is thrown into a barrel full of eels. <laughs> what? Yes. Uh, there's one of them is thrown into a barrel full of eels in this big fight with Frank Langella and his pirates. And they're like, like all beating the shit out of each other. And I think either Matthew Modine or Gina Davis gets thrown into a barrel of eels and the barrel of eels breaks. And then they look at it and go, wait a minute at the bottom of this barrel of terrifying eels. That's where the other part of the map is. That's where he put it. Whoa! So you can put it in a regular place. Yeah, it it's possible to, be to not be tattooed scalp. on a scalp like a psychotic person. <laughs> no, it's actually tattooed on an eel. <laughs> it's it was on, on the eel's and body. on an eel scalp. And he's like, "All right, go, okay, but please, please, I got children." It's this well, big. <laughs> yeah, it's um, Gina Davis in this during this fight after it's found out like that's Morgan Adams. Somebody and I don't. I think it was Dog. Dog. Mm-hmm. Um, wrapped her in chains. So she got all these chains whipped all sexy part, David, all these chains whipped all around her and it like bound her. It was like an old timey, like torture method, you know, where they would like wrap you up in chains and throw you somewhere. And I think that's when she got thrown in the eels. Well, but the eels is like just a barrel, like a regular no, size barrel. But so it was just like bush busted open. Right. And, um, and that's when it's revealed. Also, it's not Latin. It's just written backwards. <laughs> No, stop it. It wasn't Latin, <laughs> it at, wasn't Latin all. at all. So, that's why when someone's like, this is so dumb. it was just backwards. And they find out by like holding the knife yeah. I think, against it. They're like, hold up the reflection. I can read it now. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think Matthew Modine. It was English all along. <laughs> so yeah, it was just written backwards. Um, so they've but, got. So it would literally be like, um, I'm just writing stuff backwards right now. Yeah. yeah. Right? Be like Pam. Art. How do you spell treasure? Treasure. <laughs> Erotra, but... mm-hmm. right, I want to just gotta... read what it what it what it would sound like. I gotta uh, go to the bathroom really, really badly. I'm sorry. I'm gonna get another beer. Gonna... I gotta pee. It would, it would literally I'm read sorry. as it, like map to treasure would be Eru Sart Art Pam. What does that mean? Huh. Hold on, you've summoned the demon. <laughs> You took Demon. Latin in high school. Do you, does that sound like something that would be written in Latin? That sounds like no. fake ass Egyptian. Like that someone, that would that Latin, that, that someone would yell at a mummy. Yes. I took a little Latin too. That's ridiculous. That was, like, that was like when I worked at the juvenile detention center brief, like just subbing at the juvenile detention center. And none of the kids knew how to say anecdote. And that was one of their vocab words. Mm-hmm. And they all said anoctate. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, that sounds like you're summoning an Egyptian demon. That sounds like Anoctate. You name your daughter. This is Anoctate. Anoctate. Got your balls. All right, Modine. Modine. Got Modine. your balls backward is Tog Ray Slab. Wait, are you <laughs> reading Latin. each word individually backwards or the whole sentence backwards? This is the whole sentence, I guess. So it's got your balls. Great. Wouldn't that start like slurb? Oh. oh, I guess it would, yeah, be slob. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Tog. Slob Ray Tog. I think I went All there. Right. 
Ireland before. That's right. A city. Slavery talk yeah. sounds like, uh, yeah, it doesn't sound Latin, but hey, you know what? People didn't have, they had wooden eyes and stuff, you know? They didn't. Yeah. Know. <laughs> People didn't know. <laughs> People had hooks for eyes and pegs for eyes and stuff. <laughs> right, exactly. They had no idea what they were looking at. <laughs> Just a guy with a peg for a parrot. What do you think, <laughs> Polly? Polly? What do you think, Peggy? No! Yeah, Peggy. Ah, <laughs> oh, Peg. All right, so. Okay, things are getting bad. There's a fucking enormous... Mm -hmm. There's another fight that requires them to blow up half of the city. It requires... <laughs> well, yeah, because it's like Dog and no, his ship, really which does. is called the Reaper, because you know he's a bad guy. Mm -hmm. um, they show up. There's all of this, like a crazy amount of explosions. Uh, Matthew Modine's character manages to figure out the location of Cutthroat Island um with uh his More piece eel. of yeah with with the help of the a helpful eels. eel <laughs> yeah the eel and the monkey get together and they're like clearly we should figure this out right um and uh there's a there's a guy who is there's a guy who's on their ship who is like betraying them He's kind of this dude who's been brought on. He's like a novelist, essentially. He looks like the equivalent of a pirate times nerd. Yeah. You can tell. You're like, oh, this dude knows how to read. And he's the only well, one. Well, actually, do you remember in, uh, again, to compare it to um, Indiana Jones. You remember John Reese davies character in Indiana Jones? Mm -hmm. So if John Reese davies character was a nerd... Mm -hmm. Which they have another guy who's a nerd in 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 the movie as well, um, but if if John Reese Davies' character was kind of a nerd, he looks like that. He's kind of this like he's kind of this chubby guy who like seems very out of place on this pirate ship of dudes who have to scramble up ropes all the time, and uh, I think he has glasses, mm -hmm. and it's like you got glasses, and everybody just slaps him. Mm -hmm. no, um, but he gets he, slapped a lot. So he's kind of on board, and his deal is he's like, I'm going to write a novel about pirates having like been on a pirate ship. He's a real embedded journalist. Mm -hmm. And um, I think when they're in Port Royal, the British Navy like officers find him and they're like, hey, we know what you're doing. If you don't tell us where these people are, um, we're going to kill you. <laughs> and so- That's how you get things done. But the British Royal officers, I think are kind of supposed to be corrupt and they're just trying to get the treasure for themselves. Like they're not like, we. they want to arrest these pirates and defeat these pirates, but they want to also get the treasure. So it's like mm -hmm. both of those things together. So this guy betrays Morgan and he like sends a carrier pigeon to go tell them where they are. So now- as they're arriving in Cutthroat Island, they have not only, uh, they, they've got the British Royal Navy who's showing up, and the British Royal Navy has made some kind of weird deal with Dog, with Frank it, Langella. The pirate, yeah, it's like, they're working with him, even though he's like an outlaw pirate. I think that's the deal, is they're like, oh, we'll split it between these British officers and you. And so, and like the British officers are like, yeah, we're just going to arrest this dude and take all the gold, right? Right. And then Franklin Gell and his guys are like, we're just going to kill these guys and take all the gold, right? So like, that's mm -hmm. what's going on. But they're both going after Gina Davis. Mm -hmm. So, and again, she's a treasure. Who wouldn't? So, um, uh, there's, they get to Cutthroat Island. It's somewhere near Cuba. Uh, Morgan goes after the treasure. Shh. 
Matthew Modine is like locked up in the brig at some point. Oh, during that big fight after the eels, she gotten shot. She got shot. Was it in the chest or the side? Because I thought it was like right here. It was somewhere near her breast. It was near the boob. And so Matthew Modine is like making a big thing out of like very sexually helping he, her because apparently he kind of is actually a doctor. I think he was something, it was something along the lines of, I didn't lie about everything. Like I studied blah, blah, blah. So mm -hmm. he's like, let he me just save you. you. I didn't lie about everything. Uh, Most of that um, was technically innuendo and not a lie. <laughs> so she's like, uh, she like kind of collapses in a very lady way and she has to go into the captain's quarters and she's like bleeding out. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, oh, she might die. Matthew Modine into action. Modine mode. Right. <laughs> Modine mode. Activate. <laughs> so transforms. they go. And if I remember correctly, doesn't one of them, does she or he like she, I think, reaches into the wound I thought and, he had to because, and it was like also a gross joke of yes, him fingering her. No, it her, was. He was yeah. like, oh, reached yuck. into her bullet hole and just took the bullet out, which, which you're absolutely, a, which was a thing you're yeah. not supposed to do, apparently, but they didn't have science back then. Yeah. yeah. So with his gross hand, went and pulled it out. And it was, but then immediately after he pulls it out, she acts like. She's like, oh, I'm better. Right. Like it was a splinter that he had removed. Like, like oh man, thanks for taking it out. Like she's not bleeding internally. Like and she's just, like, oh, yeah. okay. Okay. But yeah, like she just had a long fart. Right. When like, he takes it out, he just look her right in the eyes and say, hey, baby, now I got your balls. <laughs> oh, in your face, Gina Davis. Yeah. I. <laughs> and then she collapses for real because she's bleeding out. Also, I'm dead. Also, I'm dead because you wanted to be cute. So, <laughs> so that. That was gross. So that happens, but then it's like he's he's looking through her maps or that kind of stuff, and it's thought, oh, he's trying to steal her maps, which I think he straight up is. He and they're never, like, I you always there's always some point in the movie where you think like, oh, this dude is now part of the crew, like he's one of the brothers, like he's loyal. I feel like every time we turned around, this dude was doing something shady to yes, like get every the treasure for time. himself. <laughs> yeah. I was not a fan. So he so she's like, um, you're trying like to it. steal the maps. Lock the shithead in the brig. Yeah. So Matthew Modine's locked in the brig, <laughs> like in this dungeon of he this ship. He should have been the whole time. As soon as they found out he didn't actually speak Latin and it wasn't written in Latin, you should have thrown him overboard. You don't need <laughs> Just him. drop him off at whatever oh, the next place was. She, she needed him to finger her hole. This yeah. is true. I think they do sleep together. And they maybe do. afterwards, that's when she says, "Got I've got your balls. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's the deal. Mm. Um, but so... um. But yeah, so at some point, Dog's crew like takes over their ship and Matthew Modine escapes during a storm and steals <laughs> the last piece of um, the map from Dog. So from Frank Langella. So now he has the final piece of where the treasure is. Was it also on an eel? No, it's just on a piece of fucking paper. Turn, yeah, you can just put because it on only paper. one of these people was well. These I guess these brothers were like in an increasingly weird situation where it's like, what should I do? Put this on paper. What should I do? Put this on a weird piece of wood in the bottom of a tank of eels. What should I do? Tattoo it on my head so my daughter has to rip it off of my head. <laughs> I want my death to be extra traumatized. Yeah, I want her to really, really be traumatized. Uh, you know what? And then he decided I should raise her as a pirate because then when she scalps me, it'll be less traumatizing. Mm -hmm. So um, he uh, he breaks out. He steals this thing. Um, at some point, he does fall into quicksand. 
Quicksand does make it. I was waiting to see if you guys were going to mention Quicksand yeah, at so, all with pirates. So but. they're on like a tropical island in the Caribbean. He is falling in quips, quipsand. He's mm -hmm. falling in quipsand. He won't shut up. <laughs> uh, he's falling in quicksand. He's like kind of struggling. Who finds him? Morgan does. She had like uh, escaped or something. <laughs> and she has to help him once she realizes, oh, you've got the last piece of the treasure map. She helps him. And um, uh, together they find the gold. Um, and the gold is in kind of this mountain. Like they have to go to this point and then they're like, wait, but then it says it right here, but this is at the very edge of a cliff. Where could it possibly be? And they're like, wait, repelled down the cliff. <laughs> they go down and there's like a- It's just like a huge drop. Like a, yeah, they have to go down this like terrifying- slash beautiful drop. Um, and then there's a cave and all the treasures in this cave. So it's like to get the treasure out, they have to bring it out like by ropes. And all I could think is if Frank Langella was involved in putting this treasure here, how could he ever has possibly forgotten where the fuck it was? <laughs> because it seems like it was so much difficulty to get it there. It, it would be stamped in your brain forever. Stamped almost on your very scalp. <laughs> it's it, To be said, I'm sure you guys can probably assume it's huge. Like it's a massive chest and it's super heavy. Yeah, and that's, that's all. It's like um almost like Goonies level one-eyed Willie's gold is or whatever. Very it is. Goonies treasure. So there's all this treasure. What are we gonna do? Okay, get some of it on a rope. When I tug on the rope, you start pulling this up and we'll blah blah blah. We get oh god damn it, Frank Langella's there and he and his guys have found us. Uh we're in trouble now. So do, do we want to stop and make some predictions as to how this ends? Do you guys want to make some predictions of how this uh, how this ends? Um, you did pretty well. You got you, monkey. You guys yeah. honestly nailed it with the character descriptions. You got Frank Langella, which was pretty obvious from that picture. <laughs> I feel dog is going to or not. Yeah, dog the antagonist is going to end up killing himself through his own hubris. Ooh, pirate hubris. Nice. Can I go wild? Can I do something completely like out yeah. there? Alien kills come. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all the treasure. Guess what I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, they all were like our balls. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I that's was what gonna, we call gold. Fuck, I was gonna guess something with the eels though. <laughs> Go for it. Um, oh, oh. So um, as it turns out, all along, after the bullet came out of her tit, <laughs> she opens her um, corset up to reveal that she has the missing piece of the secret 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 treasure tattooed Ooh. on her boobs <laughs> I thought you were going to say machine, machine gun jubblies Austin Powers style yeah she's a robot so then so then yeah so then she she comes in and uh so then then you have to follow the map to to get to the treasure that to is cut tit island to cut tit island tit is actually island. on her boobs tit and, throat uh, island um, Yes, 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 yes. Okay, that's it. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's my guess. I was okay. gonna. Do I went. I went with secret map instead. There's a secret map. So there's a secret fourth piece. Yes. Or um, a dog is killed by his own hubris. Oh, I bet. Okay. Um, I bet. Uh, what the Errol Flynn guy is betrays her, but betraying her was a ruse the whole time that they set up. And that, that's how they trick Dog into doing it. It's a double, double cross. Oh, so Dog thinks that Morgan's been betrayed, but she hasn't actually been betrayed. Yeah, and they, they did this 
they already planned it. She she winks and it's like, okay, now is the time when I double double cross. Got him. You're you're close. You're pretty close with that. It. Yeah. So Morgan was left in the cave with the treasure, uh, but the treasure had been taken from, and um, Matthew Modine's character Shaw, the Errol Flynn looking guy, he's captured. For some reason, I legitimately don't know why Frank Langella is not immediately like, all right, fuck you, and pushes him off a cliff. I don't understand it. Frank Langella is willing to kill all, both of his brothers and a bunch of other people. I don't know why he's like, I'm going to keep this guy alive. Um, but so um, Shaw's captured and the, the Reaper, uh, Frank Langella's ship, they're like making their way to sea. Morgan is able to, I think she just straight up jumps out of that cave, like in like a terrifying cliff dive situation where they're like, we could kill her. <laughs> we don't need to. Surely the rocks have dashed her to bits. <laughs> so in a way, hubris. Hmm. Gina Davis sneaks aboard her ship and retakes it. Then their crew tries to sneak attack the Reaper, but there's a big battle at sea. That's a, was a crazy, apparently a, Go ahead. Prepare your weapons. Mm -hmm. Prepare your weapons. Yeah, apparently this sea fight, this like battle of these ships was absurdly expensive. Um, I actually have something to say about that afterwards. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about the behind the scenes stuff of this movie because it's very funny. A sea fight ensues, it says. A bunch of like the like British Royal Navy are just murdered. <laughs> They're like all getting exploded by cannons and stuff. And... Um, <laughs> Um, Morgan and Shaw fight Frank Langella. So Gina Davis and Matthew Modine are fighting Frank Langella. And, um, I think Shaw, he gets trapped under a thing that like there's water. Oh yeah. He gets trapped below decks. Yeah. He gets trapped below deck and he's like, there's the water is rising as the ship that they're on is sinking. I think they're on the Reaper and the Reaper is like slowly sinking. Ooh. And, um, like and Matthew Modine is like, <laughs> say again. And the, the pirates band that's on there just keeps playing as they Yeah, they're in. like, they weren't listening earlier at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, Matthew Modine is like going to drown. It, it's not as drawn out or crazy as fights earlier. I thought the ending was like kind of anticlimactic here. I think what they're think I think what they were thinking was the big battle of all these ships shooting each other was the crazy thing. And it's okay. like, well, th I think that's what the filmmakers were thinking, but mm -hmm. that didn't matter because in the end, when we went to Franklin Jella and Gina Davis, she just kind of in a sword fight kills him, but not in a crazy way yeah, or anything. Like it's not dramatic. It's not like, you remember that thing that you always said to me, Franklin Jella. And he's like, you mean that blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, well, blah, blah, blah. And then does that to him. Like that doesn't happen. She just kind of regularly kills him. She kills him in a regular way. Oh, it's a No so, eels or anything. Oh, yeah, no, no, eels? she doesn't. <laughs> They're fighting in a regular way. Franklin Langella seems to have the upper hand. And then she's like, how about this? And she lights a cannon and then a cannon fucking shoots him in the chest. That's what it is. She shot the eel cannon. Mm -hmm. It's just a can. Is it okay? Is that a cannon full of eels, or is that a gigantic eel that shoots cannons, or is it a cannon manned by an eel, or a cannon specifically to hunt eels? Which one, David? David. We gave you four options. Please, David. <laughs> Be specific. You communicate for a living. Mm. I, yeah. All right. So it's tiny cannons, each one nice. with its own tiny eel that shoots out of that cannon. Ooh, that's eel cute. Cannon. 
It's an eel that's a writer. It's an eel that's a writer for Star Wars who focuses on the canon. I love, uh, but uh, and and specifically gives them like cultural advice, like a cultural sensitivity yeah. consultant about like how it would affect eel Americans. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, and they're also like eel oh, Americans. I didn't think there'd be eels here. Wait, it says Lee above it. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, you mean Latin? <laughs> <laughs> Lee, Lee. <laughs> I didn't get it at first. <laughs> so at some point, at some point during all of this, we forgot to say that Gina Davis had taken all of the treasure and like thrown it overboard, but attached it, but attached it to like barrels, like empty barrels, so they would float, so they could pick it up later. And they they pick it up, and they're like, "What's our next adventure? Let's head to Madagascar." <laughs> the craziest party on earth. Well, that that does connect to like old stories about pirates who would steal all this money and then would go to Madagascar. That's cool. But um, this, but yeah. So the, the movie just kind of ends with like Gina Davis and Matthew Modine, I think, like kind of making out and then like looking off, off to the sea and being like, yeah, <laughs> Madagascar. That's and it. That's and then the Madagascar films picked up, right? Oh, yeah, that's exactly. what I was about to. And those lemurs are there. You hear and a lot of that, like hippos. I like to move. It, yeah. Move it. Wait. Madagascar, you mean Raxagada? <laughs> no, that's Latin. No, you're summoning the demon. <laughs> so this movie had a insane. Hold on, but, production situation. Hold on, I'm gonna do an over under thing. Well, maybe not. First off, before we get into this, does anyone want to guess what percentage this movie has on Rotten Tomatoes? <gasps> Ooh. Okay, I'm gonna guess. I'll tell you 40, close. Forty-two percent because there's some like Gina Davis fetishist out there that really just wants to see her get whole fingered. Okay. I mean, Austin. I mean, do you know what the <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes is? If I, it is, you have to tell me. I don't know the actual answer. I'm gonna go ahead and say ten. David. Ooh. Whoa, crazy. Ten is low. Um. Yeah. They said that this was not a good movie. Um, I'll go 25. I'll do the closest. Middle. Closest is Marisa. She said 42. It's 38% on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. Off. That's a lot better than I would have thought. Me too. I think she's right though. Like Gina Davis is a national treasure. Well, that was the thing that apparently the deal with this movie was they were like Gina Davis just finished up a year or two ago. Um, Some like super successful movie. Was she, was Thelma Thelma Louise. Louise, so she was in Thelma and Louise. This movie is going to be great. She's a huge draw. She's a big star. Um, was thing where she was uh, like Jason Bourne, where she was like an assassin or something. I think it's called Kiss. Is it called Kiss the Girls with a Long Kiss Goodnight? Yes, because it was directed by the same dude who directed this. Who was it? I have a fun fact about this guy that I just learned well, a, while we were talking. The two of them were married. Yeah. So that's no, not, no, no. Uh, was that, that the that's not the fun fact. Okay. So. <laughs> So Rennie Harlan was uh, at the time her husband. Um, That's a pirate name. And uh, yeah, so that is a great pirate name. That is a pretty good pirate name. So initially, it was budgeted to sixty million dollars. What do you guys think the actual budget was? By how much do you think the actual budget was? Oh, I bet it went way over. I bet, I bet it went way over too. Sixty was their original with mm -hmm. that um, uh, cart chase alone. With the monkey training, the eel the training. training, the eel, the eel training was crazy. Yeah. And Matthew Modine, who had to talk to the eel for a while. Yeah, the ten minute. I bet it went. I bet it was eighty nine. 
89. I'll, I'll say double. Oh. 120. Ooh, damn. So you're saying 120? Sure. <laughs> so. Maurice is very close. You're good at guessing. It was 90, $98 million to create this movie. Do you want to guess? Do you want to guess what it made in its early um, at the box office? At, at its so box it, office, ninety-eight million is what it cost. Mm -hmm. It was originally you say sixty. I can't remember. That was what it was budgeted. Okay, at. so this is how so, much. So and by by box office, I don't mean like early, not not opening weekend. I mean like total box office. It's total. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna go low. When did Hook come out? Was that after this? Hook came out around this a similar time. Mm -hmm. We, I think we looked this up because I mixed this up with Hook, but <laughs> I don't know. And then why. Robin Williams shows up and he's like, Oh, Gina, ho, ho. <laughs> he's, I mean, I'll go half again. He's going to go. I double before I'll go half this time. I'll go say 30 million. 30 million. Okay. Well, if we were playing um, Price is Right, Price is right I'm going to go. $1. I'm going to go yeah, 20, $1. I'm going to go say 28. Again. 28. 28. Well, well, Maurice's closest, but not close. Price is Right rules. You still went over. It was only ten million dollars. What? Wow. So this movie was this movie was a record breaking loss. So much so that it ruined the studio that made the film. The studio that made the film went out of business. He's still in debt. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So here's some like background. Never heard here's, of here's some crazy background stuff for this. Originally, they wanted Michael Douglas to play Matthew Modine's part. Mm -hmm. But he, the, the two big things was he was like, we need to start filming immediately because I got other movies to film. And I don't want, G Gina Davis isn't a bigger star than me. So I need to have more lines and more screen time than her. He's like in so many movies. He just looks like a dick. He looks like a oh, dick yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Dick he's, <laughs> I, he's, in a, he's in a lot of very, very good movies. Um, it's Catherine Zeta Jones's husband, yeah. Husband, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. did claim that he got throat cancer from going down on her? Cutthroat, cutthroat <laughs> island. <laughs> oh my god, no, he didn't say that. Yes, Not he did. I really hate him even more now. Like, how dare you? You get the um, the honor of going down on the great Catherine Zeta Jones, and you, yeah. I know a lot of dudes that would line up for throat cancer in that case. They, right? Also, when 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 I learned that, like he said that, I was like, "Oh, this must be part of their like a nasty divorce that the two of these have." They're still together. They're like, yeah, no, I was gonna say, they've always been together. And it's like, wait a minute. So you're just like, yeah, you know, going down on my wife. I got HPV throat cancer. I'm like, okay, well, anyway, so Douglas's claim, Michael Douglas's claim was like, oh, she's married to the director, so he's trying to make her part a bigger part of the movie, so I don't want to be in this movie where I'm going to be second billed to her. So he wow. bailed. She. Which I, I, under, I understand that as like a career move if you want to be the star of a movie. But um, so they were trying to figure out who could do this. And so while the director who was also one of the producers of the movie was in the process of trying to find a male lead. He wasn't involved in a lot of the other stuff for them making the sets and setting up all these other things. And apparently once it started, they had gone wildly over budget on all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, it had originally been set at like 60 million and it got to 98. Um, they also were like rewriting the script a bunch. 
So based on what we described to you and based on the picture of Matthew Modine, who would be some other men that you might cast in 1995 to be in that role? Uh, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen is literally one of the people they approached. Good job, Marisa. <laughs> um, David? I don't know very many actors. Uh, who has nimble fingers? <laughs> I don't know if they're casting based on their finger nimbleness. Maybe yeah, they are. Things in casting. Yeah, Jim Henson was already dead, so you already lost out on your best bet. Good point. Ooh, what about um, who was popular back then? Yeah, also a good point. Was it Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt, maybe. Brad Pitt would be good, but not, not on one of the, the people list, considered. Yeah, he looks like a pirate. Um, David, you got to give us somebody. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> I'm I just gonna keep guessing. From the nineties. Oh, I mean, oh, John Stamos. <laughs> oh. John Stamos would have been an interesting... He's, he's certainly handsome enough. He just would have had to have been like... Is, is you know what? He, he could have done it. Fuck it. That The part's pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> is Harrison Ford but, around? Yeah, Harrison Ford is definitely still around. No, he died in 1982. <laughs> I met in oh the movie. Oh, he... Um, <laughs> so, some of the people considered were... Tom Cruise, hmm. Keanu Reeves, Russell Crowe. Oh my Liam God. Neeson, Jeff Bridges. I always fuck his name. Up. Is it's, it Ralph Fiennes or Rafe? It's Rafe Fiennes. Rafe Fiennes, mm -hmm. who I have like a weird dad crush on. Who doesn't? Charlie Sheen, as Marisa guessed. Here's a great one. Bring her back with Michael Keaton. They have She's already chemistry. got the chemistry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a Tim, good point. Tim Robbins. Hey, she's got the connection with Susan Sarandon. Mm -hmm. Daniel mm. Day-Lewis, who could be anybody. I mean, hell, he might have been pretending to be Matthew Modine, and we would never know. It was Daniel Day-Lewis playing Matthew Modine, playing mm -hmm. Shaw. Yeah, and then Gabriel Byrne. Do you guys remember Gabriel Byrne? Uh, yeah. He's no. Gabriel Byrne, he, isn't, isn't he in um, uh, American Gods right now, right? Or isn't he? Or he looks I, like that guy. He does, he does look a little bit like Ian McShane. Thank you. I get them confused all uh, the time. You mentioned the guy like playing like Shadow Moon. This guy. Oh, they do look similar. Definitely not Shadow Moon. They okay. do not Shadow Moon. No, Gabriel <laughs> Byrne, he was in Stigmata. He was in The yeah. Usual Suspects is probably his yeah. biggest role. He was in Gothica with, um, mm -hmm. not Gothic with Holly Ber Halle Berry, but, um, but all of them were like, yeah. no thanks. Matthew Modine picked up the role um, and in part because he had been a fencer. Mm. And so he's like, oh, I already know how to sword fight. So fuck it. Yeah, I'll be a pirate. Do you mean he sold like stolen goods? Yeah, exactly. He was like, yeah, what do you got here? All right, just watch. All right. Um, these balls, who'd you steal them from? Um, so Oliver Reed, who is a character or an actor that I'm not super familiar with, Oliver Reed apparently was this like famous English actor who would have been fairly old at this point was supposed to be Mordecai who, by the way, her uncle Mordecai is named Mordecai fingers. Mm. Mm -mm. More fingers. Mordecai fingers. Yeah. Oh, fingers. So he was originally cast, but apparently the problem was, and he was not a young man when this happened. It's in 1995 or 94 when they're filming the movie. 
um, Oliver Reed got into a bar fight, and then also there was a problem that he um, kept exposing himself to Gina Davis. God. And so they were like, well, let's maybe not do that. And so they got George Mercil. To hey, baby, you want to see my eels? Yeah, you want to see this eel? Is this where the map is? Please put that away. <laughs> um, anyway, but so uh, it's this movie is credited as fucking up Gina Davis's career tremendously. Wow. Really? <laughs> they were like, Gina Davis after Thelma and Louise was like, you could have done whatever you wanted. And she did this like action movie that was going to make her an action movie star and be this like basically be Lady Harrison Ford. And mm, it absolutely blew, destroyed it her. fucking blew up her career. Wow. And it wrecked Matthew Modine's career too. And really? the studios that made it all uh, uh, filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy even before the movie came out because they were like, we just lost so much fucking money. We can't even stay in business. So the way the movie comes out to try to recoup this. So everything, it was just such a crazy flop. I was reading that it, it held, it may still hold it, the Guinness World Record for biggest box office flop just because of the sheer amount of money that it lost versus its budget. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it actually held the record. I don't, let me see if it still holds the record. Let's check it yeah. out. And I, I had, I've, I've seen, I've posited this, that if they had just partnered up with Disney, which back in 1995 was doing well, if they had just partnered up with Disney and had this be Pirates of the Caribbean and just slapped that title on there and then linked up with Disney with this stuff, they would have been fine. Uh, well, this is 2012, but it says as of 2012, Cutthroat Island retains its position as the biggest box office flop of all time. Wow. Yeah. Now that was 2012. So. Wait. Yeah. As of 2012. That's crazy. So as of 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Still the worst. Yeah. Roger Ebert said, this is in short, a satisfactory movie, but it doesn't transcend its genre and it's not surprising or astonishing. I saw it because it was my job. (laughs) Wow. I'm like, I'm like, that's a fairly positive review. That's a fairly, I feel, light review on this movie that you said is bad. <laughs> um, uh, he, he went on to say like, oh, unless you're really into pirate movies, it's not a necessary film. That's so, sad. There we are. Or so, Gina Davis. So you put on the DVD. Oh my God, yes. People well, that pirate movies. Satisfactory. <laughs> That just the one word. Yeah. So poor Gina Davis indeed, because I was reading about this director who, if you look him up, looks like an absolute piece of shit. But he was married to Gina Davis while they were shooting this. They were married for like four or five years. Um, and I think when they were about to get things started to turn sour. Uh, why? What could yeah, have happened? What could have possibly happened? Um, she ended up filing for divorce the day after his personal assistant gave birth to their child. (laughs) Turns out, yeah, this guy was a real piece of garbage, as we all could have suspected. So if you look him up, he looks like a straight up douchebag. Well, with a real gremlin like Gina Davis in the bed, who could, who could possibly? Yeah, right. What? uh, I don't understand. Well, the, uh, um, another review from USA Today stated, 
If the sight of half-naked tattooed sailors firing cannons at each other shivers your timbers, climb aboard. So I do like that Ooh. review. There <laughs> so, they are together. Yeah. Anyway, but so this movie is, it's it's a lot of fun to watch knowing that it is bad and knowing that it, just watching it and being like, so many of the decisions that were made were so incredibly stupid. Mm-hmm. From, from the head, the scalp tattooed map. Why? To the backward language that they think is Latin because they're apparently morons. Um, and again, there's nowhere in the Caribbean where you could encounter a person who could possibly translate Latin. Mm-hmm. Um to like just like the punny jokes it was like they it was like they saw indiana jones and they were like oh those couple of times where like john reese davies says like bad dates mm-hmm. the monkey eats the dates and dies like that kind of thing they were like that's what a movie is mm-hmm. we fucking got it and yeah it was it was something I was reading an article and it said that it set the pirate movie genre back like to the point I think they were like it was unsalvageable it was absolutely ruined until Pirates of the Caribbean came back and wow. they're like it it decimated the genre itself. I'm so shocked. He also directed Blast from the Past. That's so mm-hmm. interesting. He did he did they did other shit but it was like this movie set people's careers back a right. good chunk. I do agree with you though that if this had been released like 10 years earlier, yes. I think it would have been a lot more successful. If this had come out on the foot of Indiana Jones, like if this had come out whenever Raiders of the Lost Ark came out, which I want to say was 85. But so um if this had come out around then, if this had come out in the 80s, this movie would have fucking blown people away. But it, it was by the time it came out, it was like this is this is shitty. Also, it was just so wildly mismanaged, apparently, that it just ruined everybody's career. Oh, that guy was too busy having sex with everyone to pay attention. Uh, apparently. As in, because he was a parent of a kid from the assistant. Get mm-hmm. it? Apparently. I looked up uh Hook actually came out in 91. Whoa, really? I didn't know that. I thought it was later. That's such a good movie. When did Aladdin come out? Around that same time. 91 or 92. And that like Robin Williams burst of explode, like where you couldn't look away from the TV and not see Robin Williams. I think Aladdin was 92 or 93 because Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid was 88 or 89. Yeah. Little Mermaid and then Beauty and the Beast was 91. Okay. Here's a fun story. This is unrelated to Cutthroat Island that I heard about Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. So Robin Williams apparently got to meet Coco the gorilla. Both are now past. So Robin yep. Williams got to meet Coco the gorilla. And apparently Coco the gorilla fucking loved Robin Williams. Like she thought he was hilarious. So first of all, can animals, can humor transcend species? Apparently the answer is yes. And the answer is also Robin Williams. However, He's very scary, right? yes. So, Apparently, at some point, the trainers were like, Rob, nope, Robin. And they like yanked him out of there like very abruptly. And it was like, what was happening? And they were like, oh, Coco basically said like she wanted to fuck you. And we don't know how to deal with that. And if she decided it was going to happen, we didn't want to 
have to deal with what that would look like, so we yanked you out of there. Thanks for listening to this shit face-to-face episode. This episode included Austin, Alex, David, Marisa, and of course our music is Melissa Ballarosa's Pretend. Be sure to join us next first Monday of the month, and we'll kick your dick off with, well, who knows? Maybe we'll do the regular thing, or maybe we'll do something else. Anyway, my suggestion is that you listen in and subscribe, like, rate, review, that kind of thing. Um, If you can, write the name of the podcast on, uh, if you're a surgeon, write it on people's bones so then when they get a x-ray people can see it and they're like whoa, 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 and there's a doctors we need more doctors and x-ray techs to listen to the show that's what i'm trying to say anyway see you guys later